Welcome to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Eduardo Lozano, to bring you some experiences my life here in Japan. Before I begin, please subscribe to my podcast. If you like more of what you hear, please suggest anything you want to hear about Japan. Email me at livinglavidainjapan@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Also, I will be posting videos up very, very soon, so stay tuned for that. You can like my page on Facebook. Just search Living La Vida in Japan. Now, today, I'm going to talk about my experience last week. It was a crazy week. For starters, I had an interview for a, for a possible new job. But before I get to that, I'm just going to talk. The process, how I got to that point, because it was crazy. Like, I had to take a train to another uh, city. So everything was going according to plan. I woke up early. Actually, I woke up really early at 3.30 a.m. Not because I had to wake up that early. It was just because I couldn't sleep. I I guess I was just nervous or whatever you want to say. Um. They, they basically, I had to do a presentation of some sort, but I'll get to that in just a bit. So I, you know, my wife took me to the train station. I hop on the train. It was probably like uh, maybe 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. Anyhow, I get to the train station in the other city. So I literally, like, I get out of the train and I'm walking to, you know, to put my ticket into the into the machine so I could, they could open the little door so I could walk in, walk out, I should say. The minute I, I mean, the second, I should say, I walk out, I took maybe three or four steps. I immediately was bombarded by uh, a PR person asking if I wanted to do an interview on television. Now, that is so weird to me because that's never happened before. I mean, I've done interviews in uh, USA, but, you know, I, I am, you know, I could tell there's something going on. So they asked me, but I was just randomly walking and some stranger just says, do you want to do an interview? And I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, I had maybe about 45 minutes to kill. So I was like, sure, sure. I'm like, sure. So she's like, oh, thank you very much. And, you know, and she was talking to me saying, you know, we're going to ask you some questions about uh, Wi-Fi in Wi-Fi inside facilities. Uh, she's gonna ask you in English, but she doesn't really speak English. Uh, she'll probably ask you in Japanese too as well. But I want you to answer in English. I'm like, oh sure, and I, you know, and then I told her in in Japanese that I only, you know, spoke a little bit of Japanese that I wasn't fluent or anything like that. You know, I said, oh, I said, choto dake desu. and they were. She started laughing. She's like, okay, she's like, daijobu, daijobu. So. We get to uh, the spot where I was going to do the interview. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm wearing a suit. Hey, I'm looking great. So so she's like, okay. She called the reporter. And it was, I was, uh, I, this is my first impression. Okay, so the reporter is walking out through these doors. And she looked straight out of a, a J-pop cd you know she looked like a j-pop idol because she was you know perfect makeup she had like a perfect uh 
down. I mean, it looked like it was a Hollywood runway. Like to me, I was like, what? What's going on? This is not what I'm used to. But I was like, all right. You know, I'm thinking maybe I'm going to get pranked or something. You know, I'm like, there's something going to happen. You know, this is this is very unusual because she stood out from everyone in the station. It was pretty, pretty crazy. I was like, it's like, all right. So she walks up, up to me and, you know, introduces herself. And, you know, I introduce myself as well. And she's like, oh, thank you for doing the interview. And she's like, are you, you know, ready? And I said, sure. So I looked at her. She had her, uh, like, her clipboard or whatever she had. Uh, I could read that, you know, it was, the questions were in Japanese. But the what was written was in Japanese was in hiragana. And katakana, and I could read it because I could read that. So I could read that she was pronouncing all the English sentences with the Japanese, which I thought was pretty cool. So I was like, all right. So you know, the first question was asked me if I use uh, Wi-Fi, and and I said, you know, absolutely, I use Wi-Fi. So I went on a little rant, you know, about uh, Wi-Fi and you know how you know beneficiary it is. And she's like, oh, that's cool. And then she was asking me. How often do I use it? And, you know, we went on a five-minute conversation about uh, Wi-Fi. And and that was the end of the interview. But when what I thought I dropped the ball is I should have asked uh, the people. There was, like, so many people behind the scenes. You know, you had the, obviously, the cameraman, the PR person giving me the thumbs up. You know, that, that was cool. Everything's all right. Then you had uh, the makeup artist. And then you had uh, a photographer. And then you had... I don't know who else, like two, two, three other people that were there. I think they were involved with lighting because they had um, some of the screens to protect the sun. So I guess so no glares come out on the video. Anyhow, I should have asked one of them to take a picture while I was interviewing. You know, in hindsight, because I won't probably get an opportunity like that, but you never know. The good thing is it's going to get broadcasted broadcasted on uh, March 7th. Uh, I believe an NHK, that's a major uh, network here in Japan. So I'm going to record it and maybe I'll upload it on YouTube. I don't know. I have to first find it. So it'll be up next week sometime. So I, I'm very excited to see how I look like and what exactly did in the video. For all I know is, you know, when I speak, it, it's going to be sub, you know, it could be dubbed in Japanese or but I think will be cooler is they put the you know, what I say at the bottom, the text in Japanese. Now, that would be cool. So I finished the interview. I, you know, I say thank you. And, and I, you know, I go about my business. So I'm going to my interview. So I was like, all right, cool. I, I have uh, maybe about uh, 30 minutes to 20 minutes before the interview. And the building is literally very close to the train station. So I'm walking to the to the building i'm like all right cool i'm feeling good i'm feeling good so i i get to the building and you know the instructions in the in the email said wait by the door someone will come pick you up you know with 20 minutes left so i'm waiting by the door it's 20 it's 20 minutes left in the on the clock and i was like all right cool someone should be down here no one came down uh then i ran into someone i knew uh, that was going into the building and then they asked me what are you doing here you know and I was like out of all the people I didn't expect to see someone I I know like that so they, I'm like oh I have an interview and they're like so he's like okay cool good luck and I and he went inside the building 
Then he came back outside and he's like, are you sure the interview is here? I was like, what do you mean? I'm pretty sure you have the interview on the other building because there's a, we have two buildings. This is, this is building, you know, he was explaining this is the building where, where they work, but where they do the interviews is the other, uh, another building on the other side of the station, which is ways away. So I started like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I'm going to be late for an interview. <laughs> but there's, you know, there, I always say there's someone watching over my shoulder because he said to me, you know, you're very fortunate. You're lucky. I, I actually have to go to the doctor. I have a doctor's appointment. So, and the doctor's appointment is actually really close to the other building. So I'll take you there. So I like out of all the blue, you know, I, I get, you know, we walked all the way to the, to the doctor's office. And the crazy thing is uh, he was explaining to me that, you know, he hurt his leg in a, in a trip and that, you know, he usually just works, but for some reason, you know, I guess things happen for a reason. He hurt his leg and he, he had to go to the doctor to give us his final checkup. He was going to actually ride his bike. He's like, I'm going to go on my bike. When we got to the, to where he parked his bike, he said, my bike is not here. So I guess I have to walk. So, which is kind of funny. Cause then we both, you know, I had to walk with him. We both were walking and he was just talking to me. And then he, he finally get to the crossroad where he has to leave. And he's like, all right, I'll see you later. Good luck. And I'm like, thanks. And when he said goodbye, I, I literally like, I was like an Olympian. I, I sprinted like, cause he showed me a building, like the building is over there. Do you see that blue building? I was like, yes, that's the building. And as soon as he said, I said goodbye. And I went like a lightning bolt, full speed ahead in a suit, you know, with jacket, everything, my briefcase, everything. I went running all the way to the, the other building, which was kind of crazy because I'm like huffing and puffing. Luckily for me, I exercise. So, you know, exercise is no thing. Like I, I'm in good shape. So I was running. I, I went as fast as I could. And I finally get to the building at about maybe five minutes before the actual interview. And the funny thing was I was supposed to be there at 20 and the people were waiting for me. So I get there and I'm like, go oh, man, I go man, I you know, and, you know, I explained to them what happened. And, and like I said, someone's watching me all the time. So when I get there, they said, don't worry, your interview got pushed back a little bit because it's the person in front of you who's interviewing. The interview started late. So it worked out in my favor. So I had time to, they took me to the green room. I got to relax. I got to drink some water and cool off because I was going to start sweating like crazy. So with that said, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So after that, I got a tour of the building and then the interview started. You know, I'm not going to go into the specifics of the interview or anything like that. The interview went very well. I think it went as well as it could have have. But that's not the most interesting thing to me. The most interesting thing to me was that I was prepared for this interview in, in an unusual way. One of my students who actually is uh, going to graduate uh, college next year, he, he already got a job in Tokyo, which I'm very proud of him. I, you know, he's, that's, that's awesome. But for the reason it's awesome for me is because in Japan, like your final year 
of school, you have to go through a course of how to interview for a job. Because in Japan, they have strict, very specific rules how you interview. Like, it's no joke. It, they, it's a, like a full semester worth of how to do an interview. And my student was in the, in the class, so we would talk about that, you know, this whole past semester, his semester, we would talk about what he would do and everything like that, not knowing that the information he shared with me would be extremely useful because I did everything he said by the book, which I will share with you what he told me, which I think is very interesting because, I mean, some of it is obviously common sense how you do an interview. I mean, I personally think, but there's certain things I didn't know. Like, I wouldn't know this unless someone told me or I read about it. So, rule number one. When you go to an interview, make sure you wear a black suit or a dark color suit. Like, I wore a dark charcoal suit. Plain and simple. Nothing flashy. Mandatory. Wear a white shirt. White. Like, solid white. Just plain white. And then my student told me, when it comes to your tie, make sure it's a dark color, but not black. Don't wear black, he said. Make sure if you wear black, make sure there's stripes of some sort. It's a big no-no to wear just black, he said. And don't wear anything loud colors either, nothing bright. If you wear a blue, make sure it's navy blue, dark blue. If it's yellow, dark yellowish, nothing bright. He said, I, he said, I highly recommend you wear stripes because they love stripes here in Japan when you do an interview. So I wore a gray and white and some black striped shirt. It was actually a gift from my from my wife. She gave it to me many, many years ago for my birthday, and I still have it. I forgot the year she gave it to me, but it was for my birthday. I remember I, I treasure that uh, tie. So I wore it just to, I guess, I was hoping to bring me some, some uh, how should I say, positive attitude when I go do the interview. So the next rule, your hair cannot pass your uh, ears he said it, it cannot touch your ears that you have to have short hair after you get hired you could let your hair grow out which is fine they're like they don't care but during the interview you have to have tidy hair and my hair is short as is so i had no problem with that it, it, and make sure it's conserved nothing crazy because i usually have my hair a little spiky just just because that's my style but for, for the interview it was you know i had it nice and conservative next rule Wear a wristwatch, not a, don't have a smartphone with you, but wear a wristwatch, a basic wristwatch that, nothing digital, like it has to have the, the old school watch because he said, because people that are hiring you in Japan, they see, they want to know if you're wearing a watch because they want you to always be where uh, be aware of the time you know for example if you have a deadline they want you to be mindful that you're on the clock and you better work faster or harder or do whatever means necessary to finish also if you have a digital watch 
or or you have no watch that means you're going to rely on your smartphone therefore you're going to start playing games checking you know social media or whatnot and not do your work and if you have a digital watch you know you can also play something or do something that distracts you so in that terms you know i understand where they're coming from so i followed a rule and, and i actually wore my uh, my star wars watch i won at the ufo catcher <laughs> i won it uh one try i i should have bought a in hindsight should have bought a, a different watch but you know to be honest with you my watch was hiding from the interview you could see like the edge of it but you couldn't see the face so and I really doubted that, you know, the when I was getting interviewed, no one was, they, I know they saw my, that I had a watch. That's about it. The next rule is uh, wear uh, black socks, dark socks, and obviously uh, shoes, uh, make sure they're either brown or black. That's just for the outerwear. Now, let me talk to you about how you're supposed to sit during an interview, which I thought was very interesting. He said, when you sit down, you know, all don't sit down until after the person interviewing you sits down first, which is very standard in Japan. You don't you don't you wait for the host to sit first because it's a sign with respect and make sure to, he said, make sure when they walk into the room, you bow. And and you tell them thank you for your time, and which I did, you know. You know they walk in. I say domo yorashiko onegaishimasu, and and they they, they were and they were surprised because they were like, wow, okay, cool. He knows what to do. So I bowed. The president walks up to the chair. He sat down, and then I sat down. And then when you sit down, make sure you're at the edge of the seat like you know you have the 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 rest the backrest don't use it don't use half the chair actually your bottom should literally be almost on the edge of the chair i don't know why they do this but that's the rule that's what my college student that's what i did and you you have to have perfect posture the entire time no slouching your hands must be on your lap the whole entire time when you talk or on the table Whatever is fine. I had mine on the table because the table reached all the way to my chest. And when you speak, make sure to not do anything wild, crazy hand gestures or anything like that. Make sure you're very professional, very cool, very calm, very collected with your thoughts. And when you answer, make sure to be nice and slow and clear and precise. I mean, which I think is common sense. But like with me, I use a lot of body language when I tell stories or I explain. I use a lot of arm gestures just to make the story more interesting. And that to me, I held myself so much not to do that because they would ask me questions about my past. And I wanted to, you know, tell a story, whatever, the to answer the question. So I literally had to grip the table and I had my hands on my knees, just gripping my knees like, don't move your arms because this is what you're supposed to do. So I thought that was that's interesting too, that we have to complete perfect posture. My interview lasted maybe 50 minutes. So I was like a statue basically for 50 minutes answering questions. Three people were interviewing me. So it was 
Was I intimidated? Absolutely not. I was not intimidated at all. I actually, I think I was very calm because when it comes to interviews, I mean, I, 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 I think I do very well, especially since I've experienced interviewing people. So I know, you know, the kind of questions they will ask and how to answer appropriate questions too. So I think that went very smooth. I'm not going to find out till next month. So we'll see what happens. Anyhow, I thought that was interesting experience for me. And I'm not sure uh, as far as the ladies are concerned, what you're supposed to wear. I didn't really ask him that because we were talking about his experience. But I'm assuming it's the same conservative and make sure to, you know, the postures are obviously the same. So after the interview was over, you know, I thanked them. And I guess, you know, I waited till they got up. I got up. And when they left the room, I bowed. And then when the president left, I should say, I bowed. And then the rest, they, the rest followed. And that was pretty much the interview. And after that, you know, I still had to go to work, which is kind of another amazing story in itself because it seemed like a very long day to me. It was like maybe a 12, 13 hour day. And I was so tired because I didn't even sleep the night before. I was like, just, I guess, thinking too much about it. But now that it's over, very cool and relaxed. And tonight, I'm actually going to go watch the, the Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. I'm very excited about this. I know in the States, it came out like maybe last month or maybe two months ago. Who knows? This is one of the craziest things about Japan that disappoints me is that I have to wait literally a month to two months for the movie to come out. Like, for example, right now, everybody in the States is watching The Black Panther. I want to watch it so bad, but I have to wait. It's not going to come out in Japan till maybe next month, maybe, if I'm lucky, or maybe two months. Uh, I remember when X-Men Apocalypse came out, I ended up watching it in August, and it came out in the States, I think, in... June or or May. I can't remember. I think it was May. So I had to wait a long time to watch it. So that's what I'm going to watch tonight. The Greatest Showman. And now, you know, I was thinking, I was talking to some of my friends uh, at church that they want to do some videos on some video gaming. And I said, sure. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we're thinking i don't know when exactly we're gonna do it but maybe we'll try to attempt some world record who knows like i like i said from day one i have eight world records in video gaming and maybe we could break a record with three players because they want to play i'm you know i'm a gamer they're gamers too i mean i i don't play as much as i used to and i'm sure they don't either but it'll be fun to try to break a world record why not Maybe break a speed run, maybe do a marathon, who knows. But that is it for this week. It's a short episode. I just wanted to share to you my experience with this whole interview. You know, who knows what's going to happen? I'll find out in a few weeks. But thank you for listening. Stay tuned. I will post videos very, very soon. Now that I finally have my computer uh, built.
I was actually, the only reason I couldn't do videos is because the laptop I have right now is too slow. The processing speed is very slow. When I try to do an upload a video, it literally, it said it would take about 16 hours. And, you know, I don't want to wait 16 hours. It's not that. It's probably the, the, the computer will fry. The fan will probably just burn out and my computer will just die on me. It's a very old computer. I bought it in 2013. The other computer I bought just a few weeks ago and I'm building, putting it together. It's pretty much done. Now all I have to do is edit the videos. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to Living La Vida in Japan. I'm your host, Eduardo Lozano. Stay tuned for next week. Well, I will talk to you more about crazy experiences I have in Japan. As I said earlier, please subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. I have a Facebook page. Like my page on Facebook. It's called Living La Vida in Japan. Look for me on YouTube pretty soon. I'll be uploading videos. Username, Living La Vida in Japan. I'm Eduardo Lozano. Until next time. Hasta luego. Matane.